The Lord will bring a nation against you from far away, from the ends of the earth, like an eagle swooping down, a nation whose language you will not understand. Deuteronomy 28.49 Eagles are mentioned quite a few times in the Bible, but is there any hidden symbolism linked to the eagle? Greetings mortals, and a capital day to you all. I'm your host Simon, and you are watching the Library of Gnosis. The ancient Israelites used to be polytheistic, meaning they worshipped multiple gods. Traces of this can be found in some Bible quotes, like for instance, Who among the gods is like you, Lord? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glory, working wonders? Exodus 15.11 Yahweh is the supreme god of scripture. In the Sumerian religion, the supreme god was known as Enlil. He was a central figure in the ancient Mesopotamian pantheon, primarily worshipped by the Sumerians and later by the Akkadians and Babylonians. He was considered the god of wind, air and storms, and his prominence in the pantheon can be attributed to his role in controlling the forces of nature. Enlil was often depicted as a bearded deity, wearing a horned crown and holding a scepter or mace. Enlil was also associated with the concept of fate or destiny, and was considered the ultimate decision maker in the divine council. His power and authority over the natural world and human affairs were unquestionable within the context of Mesopotamian belief. Likewise, we also find the divine council mentioned in the scriptures. God presides in the great assembly. He renders judgment among the gods. Psalm 82.1 You yourself have seen what I did to Egypt, and how I carried you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Exodus 19.4 The symbol linked to Enlil is the eagle. You could think of it representing left-wing thinking and rulership. Enlil strikes me as having a striking similarity to Zeus from Greek mythology. Zeus, the son of Cronus and Rhea, is a central figure in Greek mythology, known as the king of the gods, and the ruler of Mount Olympus. His authority and power extended over both the gods and mortals making him a symbol of divine order and justice. Zeus's attributes include the thunderbolt, symbolizing his control over the forces of nature, as well as the eagle, which represents his majesty and dominion. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Isaiah 40.31 In Mesopotamian mythology, Enlil held the highest position in the divine hierarchy, making crucial decisions for the world and its inhabitants. In a similar vein, Yahweh is the supreme deity in the Abrahamic religions, making moral and ethical judgments, giving commandments and guiding humanity's destiny. The God of the Old Testament requires animal sacrifices. I would presume a similar tradition can be found in the Sumerian religion. Enlil 
like Yahweh, was said to sit on the great mountain. We also find this with Zeus and Mount Olympus. Both Enlil and Yahweh face questions about theodicy, the problem of evil and suffering in the world. Enlil's role in sending calamities raised questions among the Mesopotamians about his justice, while Yahweh's actions in the Hebrew Bible have sparked theological discussions regarding the nature of suffering and divine intervention. I don't think Enlil or Yahweh is evil, as many Gnostics do. To me, he is just a flawed being. If I have to say so myself, Guy seems to have some serious anger issues, judging from the Old Testament. It seems to me that Enlil saw humans, not as the children of the gods, as we are, but he saw us more akin to something like cattle, to be cold at a whim. Enlil was a storm and warrior deity, much like the earliest examples of Yahweh. In the Garden of Eden, we see an adversarial role being played by the serpent, which is usually linked to wisdom and the divine feminine, right brain thinking, one that might be more intuitive and creative. I see this as representing how rulership in heaven was to be exerted on earth. Two different mindsets. Now, Jesus never used the name of Yahweh when referring to his God. He simply called him Father. So I believe that the God of the Old Testament and the New Testament is not the same character. But that is a story for a different day. Only from chaos does order come. The angry fates bring death where they will. When war is king, says Enlil, storm god of the armies, and the tip of his crown rends the clouds above their heads. Wheresoever I rule, death comes shambling after. So it has always been, is, and will be. Janet Morris Now I want to thank you for watching. I hope you learned something new at least. If you like my content, then please check out my Patreon. I don't have a lot of supporters on Patreon, and I'm doing this for free, basically, considering the ad revenue. So if you would like to, uh, if you find value in my work, that is, then please do consider donating to me. It would be greatly appreciated and helps me keep making these videos. It's really an uphill battle against the algorithm and, you know, spreading gnosis and spreading truth which our world so badly needs. Anyways, my rant is over. Please leave a comment below. It is my favorite part of being a creator. I will see you in the next one, mortals. Bye!